Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler, here with another episode inspired by the new trends and behaviours that lockdown and the pandemic has brought about. There's lots more on the connected section of our site, which is home to all of the initiatives and insights created by IAB members during lockdown, plus a whole host of resources designed to help you and your business adapt in these ever-changing times. Find it all at iabuk.com forward slash connected. Today, we are talking audio and specifically getting into the rise and rise of podcasts with Spotify's VP for sales in EMEA and multi-market global sales, Marco Bertozzi. We talk about which types of content have seen growth under lockdown, some of the big bets Spotify are making and have already made on podcasting, and whether growth-wise audio is set for a similar trajectory to online video. But I started by asking Marco about what inspired his nine and a half hour long garden marathon back in May. So the garden marathon was um, really inspired by a, a lot of people who um, were, were doing events because uh, people were sort of painfully aware that, you know, we weren't out doing marathons and doing all these things that generally raise money for great causes. So I think that was the first inspiration. I happened to to do uh, exercise with a sort of local group and they were definitely doing all these different things. So that was probably the first inspiration. And then um, there had been uh, recently uh, an, an ex-colleague of mine who had taken his own life. Um, and, you know, that was desperately sad. And so the two things came together where I'm like, okay, so I feel like I want to raise money. And, you know, there's we're all in lockdown and there must be a lot of people suffering with mental health issues. So um, what can I do to, to contribute to that? And the crazy idea of um, <laughs> just, I wasn't going to run it because that was right, frankly yeah, too, yeah. too ambitious. So I thought, okay, well, I can walk it 26 miles. And uh, yeah, walking around the house 26 miles, which turned out to be eight or 900 runs, uh, walks around Jeez. the house um, and nine and a half, about nine and a half hours of, of walking. So pretty tedious, but actually in the midst of lockdown, we had friends come around and nice. cheer over the gate and nice. stuff. So actually it felt like a, a different day in, in a time when every day felt the same. It's an obvious question to ask you, but what were you listening to in those nine and a half hours? I did a bit of um, I did a bit of all sorts actually. I I listened to uh, some of my podcasts. I was just at that time. I was actually it sounds a bit geeky, but I was listening to the. There's a great uh, Apollo thirteen podcast, and right. it, it it talks about um, the Apollo thirteen story, but it has all the real life footage of um, and uh, recordings of, of of the astronauts talking through these nice. you know crazy things. And then a bit of music and, you know, upbeat music, pop hits and that kind of stuff. Um, but it was interesting. People, I say, people were around, family was there. And I found myself talking to them as much as yeah, nice. uh, as listening. Yeah, it's a long time, nine and a half hours. You need a bit of a bit of everything. It's incredible. Did you plan everything out or were you sort of, you know, just whack a playlist on and it shuffles itself? No, no. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not good at that sort of stuff. I barely planned. I, I literally got up and put my trainers on and thought, "Oh well, you know, let's start walking." But we did raise. Uh, we raised some good money. Yeah. Um, thinking more about lockdown and the pandemic, then that I guess the question we're asking everyone on this podcast is: What are those behaviours and trends that you've seen that you think could only really have happened in the last three months or so? Uh, and then the sort of the, the follow up question, the critical one we're all thinking about now, where we're seeing 
recovery insight is what's the stuff that's going to stick and where do you think people just kind of revert back to the old normal if we can call it that so what's some of the new stuff that you think you've seen under lockdown yeah i think um it's interesting because we we talk about new i think it's probably more an acceleration of things that were were out there they just weren't necessarily being done by everyone and and by certain audiences so i you know i think at a at a really macro level i think it's fair to say that um of course you know people were were listening to news and and they were listening to sort of uh live broadcasts and stuff because it was everyone wanted to hear what was going on um but i feel like it it was another period of time where this kind of shift of everything linear moving to on demand yeah. was was continued and what i mean by that is people more people um looking up you know subscriptions more people signing up to services um and you know potentially more people just downloading the video on demand offerings of broadcast tv and you know that kind of thing so i i, I do think it exemplified that i think um you, you just got to look at people's behaviors i think there was there's probably imagine how many more people now are shopping online yeah. of of older generations yeah. and generations who might not have turned to the internet. Imagine how many people are, you know, doing video chats yeah, that yeah. weren't doing before. So, you know, all of that, I think, um, has been a good thing and just reflects people's behavior. And I think that is definitely here to stay. I think, you know, we, what will be interesting is, and I know there's been lots of studies, I think about certain parts of the industry where, each time there's a knock, whether it's financial crisis, recession, and now this, that like some of the more traditional channels get a hit yeah. and then they don't come back. They come back slightly less than before. And and uh, I do believe, you know, digital and, and people like Tess Alps will tell you off and Nigel Wally tell you off for saying digital, but the, 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 the channels that, um, you know, you turn to on your laptop and tablets and stuff, they, they're definitely, um, you know, having that that accelerated push now where people are, you know, they have been locked down and they're, they're turning to their screens and are exploring yeah. what they can do on there and what's available. And so I think, you know, that that has been uh, accelerated massively. And I think it's going to be tough to for all of that to go back, you know, to normal with it. As far as, you know, with, within Spotify, you know, we obviously saw our trends were pretty obvious in terms of yeah. we didn't have people commuting, we didn't have them working at home. So we saw, you know, the the listening come back into the home. Uh, you know, we saw about over a 50% increase in, in home listening during this period of time. So it was, a, you know, very mm -hmm. distinct. And how people were listening was very distinct in terms of a big increase of um, uh, different devices they were listening on, like connected speakers and... Um, gaming consoles and, yeah. and TVs and so on. So, you know, I think for us, it was interesting. What what we hope certainly will stay is that perhaps before people would immediately go to their mobile um, to do their listening. Now that now so many people have worked out that you can listen to Spotify yeah. on all these different devices. And, yeah. and we hope that, you know, very much, we hope that stays with us. Um, and, you know, audio generally, I think, I'm sure the the radio the radio stations have seen it. Mm. We've certainly seen it. That um, you know we are very it's a very adaptable 
media if you think about it in terms of it's it's with us all the time so even during lockdown like if you were going out for a run yeah you, you had audio with you if you were at home with the whole family listening to some family entertainment it's with you and so on and so forth so i think that has it's really shown its advantages uh, of some of the channels in in these times and yeah of course streaming has been growing it's our latest numbers were up to Q1 and it was still growing 30% yeah. both both paid and uh, ad supported so it's clearly a trend that people have uh, latched onto um what spotify have done brilliantly more on the consumer side it, you know people remember those brilliant um sort of data driven outdoor ads around different playlists the whole stuff around the decades was brilliant the Bonnie Tyler total eclipse of the heart around the eclipse was brilliant. Uh, yeah. I mean, you've got this sort of this this wealth of data, and there was lots of. We're going to come and talk about podcasts a bit later on, but there was there was some really mixed stuff on podcasts early on. People saying, "Well, people aren't commuting, so they're not listening to podcasts," which sounds like from what you just talked about, it certainly isn't the case because you've actually got this extra time that you can use to do it. Other people saying, you know, it's it's the rise and rise of of podcasts. When it comes to podcasts specifically, have people replaced that maybe that hour and a half commute where they'd sit on a train or a bus? And are they doing it just in different places, maybe at shorter times? Yeah, I think we, we, we're seeing, I mean, we can, we, we obviously measure these things in different ways. But uh, one of the ways we look at is what percentage of our total user base are listening to podcasts. And, and that has, that has increased. Right. Um, and so is it, it shows that people are engaging with the podcast more. I think also you, you know, one thing that really uh, made the podcast offering really attractive to us is that people are not replacing music. I know we're talking about sort of where they're listening, but they're not replacing music with podcasts. Right. So um, w- where we find people listening to podcasts, we find it's additive to Got it. um, the, the music. So we, we've, we, what we have seen is I think there were some trends around some of those headlines. There was a bit of a focus on COVID and people were sort of listening to podcasts, you know, to get that kind of information. Mm. But that definitely shifted. And, you know, we started to see them um, more interested in things that were about self-improvement and about wellness, um, life and health and that lifestyle and health and those sorts of topics. And, you know, as with most things in life, once people start to... Uh, play around with the app and they start to discover what's on there and they and, and then we obviously do a, a good job with our algorithms and so on of serving up more content to yeah. them then we find people you know then it's that's what accelerates the, the whole the whole process and you know as a bit as a the audio industry as a whole mm. it's you know it's just been something that I think what really makes it stand out is it's so popular in the younger age groups so there's sort of um, if I'm allowed to label them, but in the sort of Gen Z yeah. categories, they're really into the podcast because, you know, we did this Culture Next report where we were trying to understand motivations and things like micro communities and sort of creating your own bespoke content were really important to these younger audiences. And podcasts are brilliant at doing that, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You can go deep on a very narrow subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, that's, that's you know, we definitely... We definitely saw things change over time, but all of all of our leading indicators are most definitely podcast is 
um, has had an acceleration and will, will continue to do so. Audio generally, we're t- talking about acceleration and how maybe uh, that happened faster during lockdown and there's loads of other examples as well. Do you think audio is going to be on that same trajectory as video? You know, when you, you th- think about video, from our own ad spend numbers last year, you know, video is up 34%. It makes up almost £3 billion, almost all of it being on a being on a smartphone. Do you think audio is going to be on that same trajectory as video? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Uh, would, would definitely be. <laughs> There's a lot of our. Uh, um, so Daniel Eck, the founder of Spotify, mm. he rightly asked the question once. He's like, "Are um, and it's a bit of a tongue twister, but are our eyes worth ten times more than our ears?" Right. And that was his kind of provocative statement to go. You know, we we whether you look at the ad revenue marketplace, whether you look at CPMs, whatever you whatever angle you want to look at it, investment, um, the the video marketplace is you know, has this incredible uh, overinvestment versus audio. So, and and I think we all would acknowledge that's probably not the case Mm. and that there's a lot of room to grow. Video, you know, I think where we're seeing great parallels is video went from, yeah, it was a broadcast screen um, and, you know, that obviously had a great job and had a great role to play. But as the screens got smart and as they were available on more and more devices, then what people did with video has adapted right in terms of you know move from let's say simply put from branding to direct response yeah uh, it's been used in social it's been used in e-commerce and so on we're seeing exactly the same in audio so the innovation in audio is is now we, we've gone from you know broadcast radio to downloads to streaming and streaming is really the key to opening yeah. all of this up and the innovation around that now, when you think about what you can do with audio creatively, so whether that's 3D audio, um, voice activated ads, um, we've just launched in the US, we launched these uh, ad cards on podcasts. So when when the podcast is advertising a product, when you go back to that podcast, there's a, just a neat little mm, nice. uh, ad box there now, so you don't have to remember it and it's there when you next go back. Yeah, nice. So innovation you know, in that sense, self-service audio dynamic audio on and on so um we very much are focused on a future where audio can play all of the different roles that that video has and and i do when i talk to advertisers about this i do try and remind them like where people try and bucket radio and streaming audio together yeah you know to me it's like think about the screen you know the only thing that cinema has got in common with a facebook scrolling ad is it you use your eyes yeah right yeah. but otherwise they're very different and i think audio audio has that range of uh, opportunity as well um it, it's clear i remember when rack and james sat on stage at shoreditch town hall uh last october at, at the podcast up front and talked about uh, yeah. the commitments you guys were making on uh, podcasting then you know we're a few months on you've been acquiring platforms you've got tools like soundtrack which friends of mine use to make their own podcast that the biggest news though certainly the last few months is is joe rogan coming on board which is absolutely massive mm. is that that's the sort of the sign of intent is it for what the podcast strategy is for spotify yeah i mean that was obviously a big announcement it's swiftly followed by um we'd already announced that we were exclusively taking the obama's um yeah. Uh, podcast previously then there was joe rogan king kardashian exclusive uh came after that and the dc comics as well so we had a flurry of activity during lockdown which i think definitely sent a signal um 
that you know the financial community have have, have definitely spotted that and understood where we're trying to go. I think look, we want to be. There are a lot of podcast offerings out there where you know it's effectively a network of podcasts, right? It's long tail of podcasts, and and there's some big ones in there as well. We we want to create as the world's largest audio platform. We want to create a, a top tier of uh, location for mm. podcasts, and to do that, you've really got to invest in it. You've got to make it exclusive, and uh, and then we you know we really feel like people will will join us. Joe Rogan was, you know, a great sort of marker in the yeah. in the sand. He's, you know, by far and away the biggest podcast in the world. He's also our top search for is he uh, podcast? Oh. Yep, on the platform. And uh, and actually, there was something quite there was something interesting with that Joe Rogan thing that was kind of came. We we weren't trying to make a big deal of it, but it it sort of slipped through the net a little bit. But actually, what we've agreed as part of that deal is we are going to have his. Um, his because he does podcasting on YouTube, right? So he, you you can watch him doing his podcast. Mm. We're actually going to bring that onto the platform, so that will nice. be a first for us. So you can you can come and see that um, that stream as well. So the, it it was a big deal, and you know we we're very confident that it's going to be um, the start of of many more because we want to be a destination site for quality content and. Mm. You've got to you've got to invest in it, and I think it's a good thing for the industry, though, because regardless of what we take exclusively and regardless of what we invest in, it it started just yeah, as yeah. the Netflix model did. Um, it started this whole okay, so now we should let's let's invest some money in quality podcast yeah, yeah, content, yeah. and and on and on it goes. So it's should be good for the industry overall, and hopefully we'll take a leadership position in that. The the one I forgot to mention, which was very recently announced, the oral history of the office, the US version, of which I'm a massive yeah. That was just like a couple of days ago. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Then they get it all the cast. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it'd be absolutely brilliant. Um, so, so not only on the the sort of the talent side, but but very recently, almost hot off the press, uh, a big deal that you've done agency side as well. So tell us about that. Yeah, so we we've signed this um, global deal with Omnicom Group, um, and you know it was again. I think it's a just a signal of intent it's the largest deal of its of its kind anywhere that has been done in this space and it shows you know it shows that not just us like because it's fine us you know telling the world we're really serious about this yeah. but ultimately you need the revenue to follow and um i think it's it's a sign from from that group that you know they do take this seriously and it is a great opportunity and um you know it's a competitive world out there in the agency holding company groups and that people are looking to differentiate and um and uh, so we're really really excited to have, have, have got that signed and we can just look forward to now you know putting it into practice yeah. um across our regions you, you, we, we've talked about loads and you were talking about uh, uh smart speakers in different places we're talking about dynamic creative what's on the horizon in terms of what's what's sort of next for Spotify, is it that you double down on uh, on podcast, or is there then more more broader things to come? I think um, you know I, I I think we've we've got to consolidate, continue to consolidate this sort of revolution of of the podcast industry, and and that comes both on the definitely on the content and user experience side, and and what our fans want, and it's also on <clears throat> obviously. Uh, specific to me it's on the advertising revenue side and you know we if you're going to do that and you're going to take a leadership position then these newer announcements that have come and some of the newer product developments and 
um, are really important to that. So it's not new, but we we what is new is we've rolled it out to many more countries. Um, the Ad Studio self service platform, um, the streaming ad in insertion is really important for podcasts because podcasts, you know, historically you downloaded it and whether a podcast was successful or not was yeah. judged on how many downloads. You didn't know if anyone listened to it yeah, yeah. and you certainly didn't know who listened to it. Yeah. So um, with being part of a platform where everyone's registered and logged in, the uh, streaming ad insertion now means that now more and more people are streaming their podcasts mm. and we can put those ads in real time, just like you would with normal digital advertising, in real time into those podcasts and keep it, um, you know, you can keep it up to date. So an ad isn't going to sit there for three years. And so that's the first thing that's going to help advertisers because uh, they're going to be able to target properly and in real time and in context. And uh, and then uh, from the creator perspective, they're going to get data that they never had, like who was watching it, yeah, uh, who was listening to it, where where did they live, what's the agent demo, and so on. So all of the all our aspects of this we're trying to pull together are really you've got to come at it from all angles yeah. and i think so when it comes to podcasting we revolu- we revolutionized you know the music streaming industry and we want to do the same uh, in podcast and the commercial revenue advertising side of that has to has to come along with it so um definitely that that area is is going to continue and you know within within just over our overall advertising um perspective we you know, we'll continue on, a, you know, a strong road to self-service. We're excited about more and more people do, using the, our self-service platform. Yeah. We'll continue to innovate in ad formats and how you can uh, work with our fans. So, yeah, there's lots of exciting stuff to come. Uh, it's sort of a smart bet thinking about that measurement bit and just putting more colour on on who and, you know, what they're doing, not just, and I guess that's always been... Uh, it's such a limited view on 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 who it actually is and putting color on that audience which is incredibly valuable um we always finish marco with a couple of questions um the most popular being your lockdown to-do list if you created one i mean one of the things might have been to to do a walking 26.2 mile marathon around your garden which you've certainly <laughs> ticked off anything else on that list which you may or may not have done given that we may be coming slightly to the end of lockdown now so you have to go no i um the only thing I, that i definitely spent more time on was trying to learn the guitar and um again i used uh, i used apps to do that so uh, you know using the sort of digital landscape to help me with that um so yeah i spent a lot more time with that other than that it was more about my to-do list was always do more exercise right uh you know eat more healthily spend a bit of time with my family rather than on a plane somewhere (laughs) and so i did tick all of those off successfully and it's been um you know, there's been lots of tough, tough things with this period of time. Um, but, you know, for someone who uh, used to travel as much as I did, the, the plus side has definitely been spending time with family and uh, just being more present. So yeah. that, that's been a big tick. Yeah, it's nice. And, and lastly, any sartorial advice you have for video conference calls? I mean, there's sort of, you know, there's lots of early <laughs> doors on you, know, sort of t- top half 
top half only need to focus on any tips that you've picked up might be some sort of spotify insider information you know what, what's what's Ray Patel <laughs> turning up in i mean he's a sort of he's a pressed shirt man and blazer i'd imagine still even on the conference call yeah i've i've sort of got him to you know i've got him to loosen up over over time eventually you have to when you stand in front of you know some young younger generations talking about spotify and you're in a suit they look at you like um so uh, no, I think uh, I think it's been. Um, it, in fact, I just went yesterday. We went shopping for the first time, and uh, and it is interesting because I was like, you know, I did I did want to refresh a couple of t-shirts, and um, but but it's quite low maintenance now. Yeah, so yeah, I, I just think get dressed. You know, I think that's the first. <laughs> And I always criticise some of my American colleagues for wearing uh, baseball caps in these calls. So that's wow. it. I, I'm, okay. I'm a no to baseball caps and, yeah. uh, I think we'd in, inside. Yeah, very good. Marco, thank you so much for giving us uh, half an hour this morning. I thought it was brilliant. And, you know, particularly where we started on the marathon as well, I think it's a great cause. I think it's brilliant that you did it. IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising. Marco Batozzi from Spotify there. The Daniel Eck quote was brilliant, wasn't it? Are our eyes worth uh, 10 times more than our ears? Which is sort of pause for thought, incredibly profound. Not as profound as the invaluable insight into Rack Patel's wardrobe directive as well, which I, I found incredibly interesting. Uh, that's it for today. We'll be back later this week with another episode. And if you want to listen to more episodes like this one and everything that we've covered on the podcast, you can find them all on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts from. Thanks very much for listening. IAB UK.